Hello, welcome to episode 198 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And today we're talking all about the mechanics for the upcoming Brothers War. Yeah, I think we're going to have spoilers done probably when you're listening to this. So I imagine next week will be our uh, set review episode. And usually before we do that, we like to break down the mechanics of the set so that we don't have to spend time doing that when we're talking about cards. Everybody's on the same page. So that's what we're going over today. Yeah. Um, so if you want to reach out to us on social media or see my Halloween costume, you Ooh. can um, go check out the link below. All of our uh, all of our links are in the description. There we go. I'm a professional. <laughs> it's all right. It's been a rough night. It's Halloween and all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check out our social media. There's a link for our Discord, Twitter, Facebook, email, whatever. Um, if you're looking to support the show, there's two ways you can do it. The first is no cost to you. Use our TCG Player affiliate link when you buy whatever you're going to buy that's Magic related. Uh, TCG.CasualTryHardMTG.com is the link. Follow that. Do whatever purchasing you're going to do, whether it's singles, sealed product, whatever. And uh, anything you purchase, we'll get a percentage of that helps the show out. So make sure you do that if you're going to do any shopping on TCG Player. The other way you can support the show is directly through Patreon. If you enjoy the work that we do and look forward to listening to us every week, we would appreciate it if you uh, chipped a couple bucks into our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Uh, patrons get access to our show notes, so you get a sneak peek of what the show is going to be for that week. Usually I post them a day or two early before the show comes out. Patrons also get access to our pre-show, which is kind of just another hour of us every week. Sometimes magic-related, sometimes not so magic-related, but always Brian and James-related. Always. Uh, always. Patrons also get put on my mailing list when I have some sweet swag to send out. Uh, I just sent out the Patreon givebacks last week, and every time I send them out, I get a whole bunch of really nice messages about how awesome the givebacks are. So if you're interested in those and want to get put on my mailing list, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Like I said, chip a couple bucks in and help keep us going, and you get to reap some rewards. So check that out. Yeah. So. And then we also have, I just wanted to shout out the YouTube channel for a minute. YouTube, oh, yeah. uh, Casual Tryhard MTG on YouTube, because Brian's been hard at work making sure there's limited content for the entirety of like a set release. Yeah. And I imagine we're going to have some, you did some Magic 30 stuff you said that's going to be coming out? I annihilated Magic 30. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, we, uh, I think my I think it was sixteen and six. Wow, I think it was sixteen and six or sixteen and seven. Yeah, nice so, work. Yeah, it is a uh, a. There are no synergies here. Just draft like, not even a good curve. Just draft <laughs> removal, and and finishers and haymakers, and, and it'll be fine. Yeah. I had a I had a sick three color deck that i was casting spells off of uh golden eggs Ooh! oh yeah yeah i had a red red sweeper in my uh base blue black deck <laughs> fine oh wait no was it a it was a base i'm sorry it was a base green black deck 
that I was casting Amaldrotha, a <laughs> diabolic intent, and an hour of devastation. Nice. Oh yeah, we, I was just like, it's like, oh man, I need this. I need this golden egg to fix my mana. This is where this is where this deck was. It was great. Your time to shine, golden egg. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll loop you with Maldrotha. That's right. Great. So if you're looking to catch some of that content, and I know oh, yeah. you are, check That'll out our be, uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, it should be going up, um, like uh, next Monday. So I've got I've got plans for one more Dominary United draft to finish off the week mm-hmm. uh, on Friday, and then we'll do the Magic Thirty stuff to kind of bridge us, and then there'll probably be a couple days off while the new set comes up, yep. and then we'll start doing new set drafts. Yep, and I think we're going to try and do some uh, constructed stuff this time around, too. So stay tuned for that. We'll do what we can. Yes. Um, but make sure you subscribe to YouTube. So whenever, click the bell so it notifies you. So whenever we put something up, it it yells at you on your phone. And oh, you can click, watch that, us. click that bell. Look at you. Yeah, see? Just, man, just doing it now. Yeah, well, that's how, you, that's how you do the thing. So. And that is how you do the thing. I've not been doing the thing the way you've been doing the thing, man. That's... Yeah, that's all right. That's amazing. <laughs> so, we have our uh, mechanics article came out. Mm-hmm. So, there are, like, there's really one true new mechanic. Yeah, which set. is weird, right? Usually we have at least two, sometimes more. Yeah, well, the the not new but kind of new mechanic is returning from Dominaria United. Right. But we'll start with the new one. So All the right. new one is Prototype. Mm-hmm. And basically we're making permanent split cards now. Yeah. Um, so this is an alternative casting cost for artifact creatures that takes them mm-hmm. from being, I think in all cases, from being colorless to having colored mana symbols in the casting cost. Oh, okay. I hadn't noticed that. Uh, the one thing that I did notice is I think all of the ones that have come out so far are cheaper for the prototype cost. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true across the board because we haven't seen the whole set yet, but yeah, all I... of them have been something huge and then something way more manageable. <laughs> something realistic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think all of them... All the prototype ones make it a color. Okay. I hadn't noticed that. That's a good catch, though. Yeah, I think. Um, So So, uh, why is that important? So this mechanic is very weird in that when you cast something for its prototype cost, it gains the color. It gains the mana cost that is its... Uh, prototype mana cost so it replaces the mana cost in the upper right hand corner with whatever the prototype cost was Mm -hmm. it gains the color of the prototype uh, (coughs) so if it were a green if it were uh, three green green to cast it's now a green Mm -hmm. creature and then it gets the power and toughness equal to uh, whatever's in the prototype whatever's box in there. the prototype box so basically under the artwork there's a smaller like section that has a c- 
color that corresponds to the mana and the mm-hmm. color the creature will be. In the upper left hand, upper right hand corner of that smaller box is a mana cost, and in the bottom right hand corner, there's a power and toughness. So yep. if you use the prototype mana cost, basically those become the creatures. Mana cost and power and toughness. Any other abilities the card has in the text box, it keeps when you prototype it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so the the regular text box stays regardless of how you cast the card, but if you prototype it, it gains like the upper text box of the card. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's kind of weird the way that the way they did it. Um. So and that's only while well, it's on. An, the stack or the battlefield. So while you're casting it, like we have a Phyrexian Flesh Gorger here. It's a seven mana CMC for a seven five menace lifelink ward pay life equal to Phyrexian Flesh Gorger's power is the text box. And then it also has prototype one BB and the power toughness box of three three. So you could cast this for seven mana and it'd be a seven five menace lifelink, whatever. Or you can cast this for one BB and it'd be a three three menace lifelink, whatever. So if you cast it for its prototype cost, while it's on the stack, its CMC is one BB and it's a three three. And while it's in play on the battlefield, its CMC is one BB and it's a three three. But as soon as it leaves the battlefield, it goes back to being a seven mana seven five. Okay, this this is one of those mechanics. It is like uh, you know, I for one welcome our arena overlords. Like this is <laughs> well, I mean, it's a mechanic that they would have. It, there's been a bunch of mechanics like this lately. I think we call them out every time we see them, but like they would never have attempted this were it not for arena. No, because like this is a tracking nightmare in paper right like a big complicated board and you know you have two of these and you prototyped one in the early game and you have one that you made full set paid full seven mana for which one's which right how are you how are you denoting that yeah and you know it's not like they have a you know, it's not like you have like a little punch card that you like punch out a little box that goes around the prototype thing that you're like, this is what it is. This is what it is, yeah. Right? Like, like remember the brick counters from Amonkhet where they had like the little bricks? Yeah, or the ability keyword counters mm-hmm. from Ikoria. Right, this they're just like, remember. Yeah. Denote it somehow, or figure it out. It's like, okay, I could use a sticker. No, no, no. Stickers are actual. No, no, no. Those are actual things. <laughs> don't, don't. No stickers. Um, but so yeah. are there any uh, cool things that we can do with this mechanic, you think? I mean, there's one that jumped like right to the front of my mind. You can blink these, right? And they reset yeah. to, their, to their regular type. That is what I was going to say, yep. So was... things like Ephemerate mm-hmm. or Soul Herder seem pretty good here. Also... Um, all of the black, like one mana, when this thing dies, return it to the battlefield. Oh yeah, yeah, it just should be pretty good. Ways to like, like reset them on the cheap. Yeah, and like all of their like full mana cost sides. I would say sides, but whatever. 
I um, mean, it might as well be sides. Yeah, like you, this that's could one have way been done. This could have been done as modal as double face double face cards. Yeah. As you have like yeah, exactly like a modal double face where you have the seven mana side and then the three mana side, and yep. you choose which one to cast. Now the downside with that is, right, kind of like the um. Um, gosh, the lands, uh, you had to like go like, oh, what is this on the back? Right? Like you'd almost have to pull it out to look at it. Yeah. So that's a little awkward, but yes, it's, that's easier for tracking on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. In paper, at least for sure. In paper, but probably worse for like telegraphing your opponent exactly what you have. Right. Like what? What is the casting cost on this again? And you gotta like take so, it out. So, I guess this is closer to like the OG Kamigawa flip cards. Kinda, yeah. That's a good way to think of it. I mean, uh, that's almost like a better way of doing this. I think. <laughs> yeah, where like you, you could have like two, like you just have the card like upside down. Yeah. Like two halves of a card. Yeah. Basically, make it a split card, but for a creature. Right. Uh. But, yeah, I think that blinking them are, is good. And the fact that, like, they're just all modal. Like, you can put, like, a 7-drop in your deck mm-hmm. and have the output being a 3-drop. Yeah. Or a 10-drop and have it be a 5-drop. Right? That's just good to have that out. Yeah. Um, most of these are, like, absurdly expensive, too. Yeah, like, dumb expensive. Like... Eldrazi expensive. Which is good for things that care about CMC coming off the top of your deck, like Eureka. Okay. Or Calibrated Blast. Uh, Calibrated Blast is the other one, yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Like like you could like play a bunch of these idiots in Calibrated Blast mm-hmm. decks, but and then have, you like, have the out of like just of playing plan. it. Yeah, like I guess I'll play a four mana, yeah, like two two double striker. Um, they're also kind of cool with cascade, right? Because you're not gonna. Oh yeah, you can't hit them. So like, if you're trying to cascade into a free spell, the, the same thing that you would use like Bone Crusher or Brazen mm-hmm. Borrower for, like you can play these in your cascade deck and not worry about hitting them. But still but have three still mana, have something four to mana do. plays to do, yeah. That's interesting. Yep. Um, yeah, and like, you know, they are all pretty good. Like, if there's good ways to reanimate things, it's probably a thing to consider as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as just any giant thing. Right. There's no, I mean, like, refurbish being... Refurbish it is the cheapest reanimation spell that can hit these Yeah. at, at four. Oh, that's because they're all artifacts, right? Yes, I, exactly. I, think, I, don't, I don't remember we if we said that. that or not. but They're all giant robots. Yes. So they're artifacts. Giant, giant, giant artifact robots. Um, yep. And I mean, looking at some of the casting costs, seven, nine, seven. Yeah. Um, where are some more of the lower rarity ones? Man, this thing's Eight. a house. The Skitter Beam Battalion? Like, can you imagine, like, prototyping this out and then blinking it and just having an army of, like, 
four fours with haste. Oh, that like makes copies of itself. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Things nuts. Uh, so Skitter Beam Battalion, nine mana for a four four, solid. Uh, yeah. But when it comes into play, it makes two copies of itself. And it has trample and haste. And they don't die. They just right. get two copies of itself. So when you prototype yeah. it for three red red, you get three two twos with trample mm-hmm. haste. But then yeah, if you blink it, then you get. You still have your two two twos, and then you get three four fours. Yeah, that's uh, pretty nifty. Yeah, or you refurbish this thing and just get three four four. You just swing for twelve. Yeah, on turn like, four. Like we did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're all just giant casting costs. Like I said, they're all, like, think just Eldrazi-sized. Yeah. There's a 10. There's a common one that is nine mana. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned this in the pre-show. This limited format, don't take two drops. Like, you're just going big. <laughs> Right, like may- yeah, I think so. maybe maybe this devolves into you take two drops and you try to get under the giant stuff, or you're just well. Like- I mean, that's going to be kind of hard too, though, because everything's got like a cheaper casting cost. Yeah, like you, you can't get super they can under prototype things. out their their big thing and then have like an answer for your little thing. Yeah, but you just yeah, it just seems like it's going to be like we're doing big dumb things. Buckle up. Yeah, like enjoy. All right, so that was our new mechanic, and it does offer some interesting things, but it is also, again, like we said, a uh, kind of an arena-first mechanic. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. When I first read this mechanic, obviously you can look at the notes and see that I didn't have a whole lot to say about it. Um, But I think the more we talked about it, the more use cases I can see. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird that, like, the card that makes copies is copying the prototype and not the actual like card. Well, itself. because I mean that that is because that, now is that becomes the card. It. Yeah, right. But I think it helps if you think about it as like if you prototype it, like that's the backside of the card. Yeah. All right. Um. So, power stones. Yeah, we had kind of just a taster of these in Dominaria United. Was it just Karn that made them? I think it was just Karn. Yeah, Karn made these Power Stone tokens. Um, that's kind of like they're super thematic for the Brothers War, like that period in like magic history, uh, because that's what like the whole Brothers War was fought over were these Power Stones. Um, but there's a whole bunch of cards that make them this time. They do the same thing. They're a token. Do they enter the battlefield tapped? No, I guess they don't. They do, I think. They do? Well, I think the the ability that makes it usually makes them enter the battlefield tapped. Yeah, they don't necessarily have to. that's not the quality of the token. Yeah. Yeah. Most things that make them do say, like, enters the battlefield tapped. Yeah. But, yeah. And they tap for a colorless mana that cannot be used for non-artifact spells. So you can use this mana to cast artifacts or to pay for activated or triggered abilities, but that's it. Yeah. Um, which is convenient when you have a bunch of common 10 drops. Well, I, I mean, it's also 
like one of the other mechanics that we're going to be talking about is an activated ability that you yeah. can use these for. But and if you have, you know, other costs that you need to pay, you can use this for that that kind of mana, but not for casting instant sorceries or non-creature artifacts or I'm sorry, non-artifact creatures or planeswalkers. Yeah, so these it's probably are, more confusing than it had to yeah. be. <laughs> these are like the big mana thing for limited and might like they, they kind of just like tack these onto a bunch of cards, like stuff that you wouldn't think would ever help you ramp or make a token, like randomly has this ability on it. So this I I need to go through and look at this a little closer. But this is um, decayed zombie from uh, whatever that was, uh, crimson, not crimson, Midnight Hunt. the other one, Midnight Hunt, right? In that, if they've basically, if the mind rot also makes mm-hmm. a power stone and is three mana, then they forgot to cost the pi- the power stone onto these spells. Gix's Caress, two and a black. Target opponent reveals their hand. You choose a non-lad card from it. That player discards the card, make a power stone. So not quite mind rot. So that is, that they did tack it on, right? Because that's usually, that's sometimes three mana, but more often two. Usually two mana, yeah. Right. But yeah, like, but like if it's, it's two mana with an upside, or yeah, two mana with an upside. Like we had, um, was it tran- Transgress the Mind? Yeah, and Agonizing Remorse, the more recent one. Was two mana and an upside, so like that seems costed in, but some of them might not be like all the way. Uh, uh, stern lesson two and a blue draw two discard a card make a power stone. That's close so to that's, being about nor- normal. That's like well, a bad I mean, divination. Yeah. So they con they costed it on there by discarding a card. Yeah. Um. Uh, like what is this one here? Uh. Sibling rivalry, the a four mana threaten. Yeah, which we've seen those in other sets. Like this is close. Threaten's usually three, so it looks yeah. like they've pro- properly uh, attached them to things. Yeah, uh, so they might not be as like oppressive as the decayed zombies were, but it is yeah, something but like to think decayed about. zombies were only. Only useful once, and these are useful more than once. Yes. They do stick around longer. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're useful more than once. I mean, hey, like, if you cast a a common that's a 10 mana, 10, 10 reach trampler. Yeah. Um, it's pretty useful. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be, they don't have to be useful too many more times. Right. Right. You're dead. <laughs> What's that noise? That's the noise of you getting killed. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's an interesting, like, extra piece of cardboard. It's like mm-hmm. a limited extra piece of cardboard. But the other thing is, like, they've not successfully made an extra piece of cardboard that's not kind of broken. Um... In recent memory. True. 
gold might be the last one. I mean, gold was just treasure. Yeah, gold was just treasure, but, like, that didn't really, like, do anything. But, like... So, if you remember way back when, back in 2019, um, like, when we did our set review for Throne... Mm -hmm. Like, food isn't inherently broken. No. All of the stuff around it made it broken. And that's not what I'm saying. But, like, an artifact token that, like, you pay mana into and then gain some life isn't the best thing in the world. It just happens to be used like energy, and that's what the problem is. More, my, my thing is that in addition to that, Right. Um, there were the Urza food decks mm-hmm. that in modern that just needed just cared about it being an artifact. Artifacts. Yeah. And then you have the um oh, not assembly worker. What is it? Like the like whenever you make a token Academy ma- manufacturer? Yes. Right. The Academy manufacturer decks it just made a ton of like cardboard to do yeah stuff with so their permanence to sacrifice their permanence to tap for mana with urza they're uh, again sacrificing to other thing like they're just a thing to do something with they're another game piece another game object and so these even if you're not super interested in the fact that they tap for mana to do a thing yeah might be interesting in the fact that like you can sack them to Reckoner's Bargain to draw a card. You yep. can or to draw two cards. Deadly you dispute. Deadly dispute. Um uh whatever whatever a tog we may get. Yeah. Right? Dockside chef. Yeah. Just any number of things that just like I will eat these for some value. Yep. And right, that's often just like enough, right? Mm-hmm. So it like be on the lookout if not this set in like the coming sets for like you know the atog or the thing that just wants to like sacrifice artifacts or sacrifice permanence like oh sack a creature or sack sack an artifact your opponent loses one life yeah so I mean, that'd be kind of cool if we got like straight up a tog reprint i think we should yeah right? i think like, we should too this is where a tog's from like it seems like if there was a society built on power stones, you would have yeah. creatures that eat power stones. Mm-hmm. I give you the atog. Yep. And they better not give me power stone atog. No, no, just atog. <laughs> no atog atogs, just regular old atog. Yep. Right, because like in Kaladesh, right, they were like, oh, we have all these artifacts. Something's going to eat them. Gremlins. Yeah. No, 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 no. A talk. We already have. Yeah, them. we already just had a, a thing that ate them. Yeah. Just a talk. Go. So, yeah, but like, if there isn't a talk, right? Like, you could just like, oh, I make some power stones and then give my a talk, play a talk, give it haste in like twenty of you. Yeah. Okay. So they might not be intrinsically super valuable. I think we have a fling that makes a power stone too, don't we? It's four mana though. Is it four mana? Yeah, um, because yeah. I was, yeah. Oh, it doesn't make a power stone, though. Uh, you draw a card. You draw a card, yes. Yeah. Pyritic, pyritic Blast. Yeah. Uh, 
Is that it? No. Pi. Pyrrhic? Pyrrhic blast? I don't know. There are too many R's together for me. Yeah, I don't like weird. it. I don't like it. But yeah, a four mana fling that like draws you a card. You know what? Now that they've made this card, the draws you a card, mm, two years they'll make a two mana. No, in a year they'll make a two mana fling that draws you a card. So just knock two <laughs> mana off of this and call it good. Yep. Um. So, yeah, but if they don't, if they have their, if their written text doesn't matter on the Power Stone, the fact that they are simply artifacts on the battlefield might. Well, I think there's enough artifacts around that, like, just at some point, the text will matter. I mean, it might not matter every turn, but. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, just, like, what made food busted in modern was less feasting Troll King. Right. And more that it was an artifact you could do stuff with. Yeah. Right. Like, people were playing uh, Gilded Goose not because it was better than Birds of Paradise. Right. But because it made an artifact. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if there are things that make these power stones, it could end up being like, oh, hey, I need more ways to make tokens in some deck. This is This is a way to do it. Mm-hmm. All right, the mechanic that no one asked for, but we got anyway. Yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I give you meld. Yeah, straight back from uh, Eldritch Moon. Yeah, last time we had this mechanic and it was unplayable in every format. It is um, the Wonder Twins of Magic cards. Yeah, so there, and it's two cards that. When some condition is met, they exile themselves and then return to the battlefield as one card. Um, You have to own and control both of the cards and then meet whatever criteria there is. Um, I think one of them has an activation cost. So Urza, uh, Lord Protector, uh, one white blue for a 2-4 human artificer. Uh, artifact instant sorcery spells you ca- uh, ca- you cast cost one less to cast, and then seven. Uh, if you own, if you both own and control Urza and an artifact named the Might and the Weak Stone, exile them and then meld them together. Yeah, and then uh, Mishra, you have to be attacking with it and a creature Frexian Dragon Engine. Yeah, and then Titania, Voice of Gaia. God, the condition here is uh, uh, at the beginning of your upkeep. If there are four or more land cards in your graveyard and you both own and control Titania, Voice of Gaia, and a land named Argoth, Sanctum of Nature, exile them and meld them into Titania, Gaia, Incarnate. Okay, so they all have a, a condition that has to be met. They yes. don't just like automatically pop when you control them both. Because there's only three of them in this set. It's those yeah. three. The ones um, from so the ones from Eldritch Moon, like Gisela and Brazella or whatever. Yeah. Bruna and Gisela came Bruna and Gisela. Came Brazella. Right. They just you just had to own both of them. Own and control so to, both of them. Yeah, own and con- yeah, I think they just popped though. There wasn't like a condition to have Yeah, that was that. the condition was you had them both. Yeah. Like this seems like 
for as unplayable as the meld mechanic was the first time, mm-hmm. the fact that we're sticking onto it, this additional condition, yeah, seems like really. Because I think all like weren't all the other ones just like, hey, like you did it, you have you have us. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. Yeah. So graph rats was that you just had to have them both. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're whatever. You had to tap. You had to like. There's an activated ability for it. Oh, okay. Uh, that was. That was weird. Yeah, I I searched for meld, and there are only oh, because only half of them say have like meld right. in their rules text. Well, I mean, it only has to be on half of them because yeah, no, they all like, happen when they're together, so it would be kind of pointless to have it on both halves. No, I just searched for meld, and was like, yeah. why did I only get six cards? But yeah, yeah. So, um, we. The the backsides of all of these are just stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. They can just put if this thing melds you win the game on the Basically. back. Because you have all played magic. And if you know that your opponent has to put A and B together and you basically get clowned out of the game if A and B are ever together. Yep. You just make sure they never put A and B together. Right. Right? And you're like, oh, well, I can, like, uh, like I can do something to make it happen. It's like, these all cost, like, stupid mana. Maybe Mishra is the one you could maybe sneak through. Mm-hmm. But, I, like... I think Mishra's pretty good, actually, but... But, like, Urza, they gotta pay seven mana. So, hey, you have both, and also you gotta pay seven mana. Uh, yeah, Mish- I mean, power, power Stones will help with that, though. And, and the fact that it's his other half is makes two mana. But yeah, it's a power stone. It is a power stone. Um, <laughs> it's two power stones. Yeah, uh, held together in a trench coat. It'd, it'd be weird if you had to like meld the power stones, and then have the melded power stones meld with Urza. I mean, just <laughs> it's a it's a triple card. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're just stacked three high. Yeah. Um, and so one, you can keep them off of it for a while. And mm-hmm. two, if like they meld and you don't like install, you know, and it's not just like game over, mm-hmm. then you just get the two for one them. Right. Right. So you're just like, uh, cool. I'm going to now, uh, kill your thing and I kill both cards. Right. So you have both the issue of putting two, getting two cards on the battlefield at the same time and having them not die. And now you have to meet this condition. And then if you do, you get the joy of getting two for one. (laughs) Congratulations. Congratulations. And like, not just two for one, but a two for one that you sunk a whole bunch of mana into also. Yeah, or a bunch of work. So yeah. like uh Titania Gaia Incarnate, right? Uh now they all they now all do something when they meld. 
she returns mm-hmm. all the lands from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Yep. But like, you know, for as late in the game as it go- is going to be, like, does that matter? Right. Probably not. And then it just like eats, you know, uh, a doom blade or a go for the throat because it'll actually be in the set. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, go for the throat's probably not actually playable in this format, though, right? With all the artifact creatures. Probably not. I was trying, what's the other Infernal Grasp? I guess Infernal Grasp. Yeah. Right? And you're just like, oh, okay. I rent myself on turn 15, uh, but that doesn't really help me. Yeah. So that that sucks. And then, uh, like, Urza would draw cards, but uh, I still distinctly remember someone who was a child playing a grown adult human being. And the guy had the, the Nicobolus, the one that you paid seven mm-hmm. mana to flip. And the guy's like, I want to flip my Nicobolus. And the kid's like, tap your mana. Tap it. <laughs> and the guy tapped his mana. He's like, kill it. <laughs> but like, I like, it was like, tap your mana so you don't try to scumbag me. <laughs> tap it. Okay. Good job, kill kid. It. And I was just like, all right, dude, calm down. Like yep. you had him dead to rights. It's okay. Um, he was done. Um, and uh, uh, so like you're gonna tap your seven mana for Urza, and they're gonna be like, deal Kill four it. damage to it. And you'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, I guess that was the thing that could happen. Yeah. And like Mishra, you're gonna be like. Because, like, it's not enough to control both Mishra and the Dragon Engine. They're going to be attacking. hmm So, like... Yeah, but he lets you get the engine back, right? The engine lets it gets itself back. The engine gets itself back? Because it unearths. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so the curve is. is, like, engine, get engine killed. Yeah. Mishra. Unearth. Unearth, attack. But, like, Mishra has to make it through an entire turn, turn cycle. cycle. And you have to hit your fifth land. Yep. Right? And, like, the dragon engine is just a 2-2? Mm-hmm. Well, right? double strike. Yeah, but they're just, like, shock it. Or, sorry, yep. play with fire. Play with fire. And you're like, oh, I just spent five mana, and I got utterly clowned. Like, <laughs> okay. And now it's exiled. Now it's exiled. Now I have a 3-5 with a, with a brick of text. But... <laughs> yeah, it does not a whole lot. Yeah, it doesn't do a whole lot. And you're just like, oh, well, that sucks. So yep. these are like the ultimate, like, what, Timmy card? Yeah. Right? Where you're just like, oh, my gosh. Big splashy I... thing. Do this. It'll be so amazing that, yep. like, rarely happens. And if it does, like, Timmy does a lap around your LGS. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Giving everyone high fives. I, I did it. the thing. Yeah. So. Uh. It looks cool, but don't get, like, sucked too hard into it. But it's also weird that it's, like, yeah, here's one of our four mechanics for the set. It's on six cards. Well, I mean, technically it's on three cards, but requires six cards. Yeah, but it's super weird, right? Like, here's one of our mechanics. Yeah. And it's, Um, like... There are two quick rules things that I want to talk about. Because, that, like, ultimately that's what these episodes are for, is, like... Mm -hmm. The rules things that you might not know that might help you at pre-release or when you're playing with these cards or whatever. Um, the first is that 
we have a lot of cards now that make token copies and that didn't used to be a thing. Um, copies of cards, whether they're token copies or like a clone or something do not have a backside. Very true. So a clone or a token copy or whatever will not let you meld because there is no backside. So that in mind. Also, like, you can think they exile themselves, and do you have a token copy, and it exiles itself, it just goes away. Right, it just poofs. Yeah. Um, so it would the, try, right? It would try to meld, and then wouldn't be able to. I don't even think it would try, okay. because there is no backside. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. Cause Maybe like, it, it would try. It would exile itself, then it would meld, so it would exile... And then it couldn't meld to come back, like for Urza. Or for Except any that it's all part of the same ability, so hmm. I don't think it would ever exile. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. We'll have to we'll have to check the comp rules when they come out for this set. Um, I'll, I guess we could check the comp rules for Eldritch Moon. That's but, what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah, because like the meld should be all one ability. Like it's not split into two parts. So I don't know. I don't know that they'd ever actually leave the battlefield since it couldn't return. Fair. Um, Which kind of, while you're looking that up, kind of goes into the other rules thing that I wanted to make you guys aware of. Um, If a card that's melded leaves the battlefield, it will revert to its front face. So if it goes to the graveyard, it'll be both front faces, or the, the two, it'll split into two cards and both of the cards with their front faces will be in the graveyard or your hand. If it gets bounced back to your hand and you have Urza planeswalker out, it'll be Urza, whatever. And the might stone and the weak stone. Um, same thing with blinking. If you have a melded Mishra or whatever, and it gets blinked, they will come back as Mishra and the dragon engine, not big, bad Frixie and Mishra. Yes. Um, did you find it? Uh, no, I'm looking here. Um, there's nothing about tokens in the because, like, you go to the comp rules or you go to like gatherer, and it's like for more information about meld, go to this article. Oh. Which is just the mechanics article from when it uh, came out. So it yeah. had the like, um, it's one, uh, but it, yeah, it doesn't say anything about copies. It look doesn't look like. All right. Well, we'll see when the uh, rules Cause, update because it might be something they have out. to deal with now. Yeah. Because. Well, I mean, we had clones then, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see when the rules come out. We'll we'll update you guys. Um. Yeah, my my little like spiel on like why this mechanic doesn't work out real well is more because I was excited about it when it came out. I guess now six years ago, <laughs> and yeah. like it did nothing. Right. Right. I was like part excited, part like this is dumb. Why are we putting two cards together? Um, yeah. But like, and then it just didn't do anything. So don't get too hype. Also, like, 
they wanted to make it a thing in uh, Eldritch Moon, so they had like a common one. Yep. So you could do it in limited, which I think I did a couple times. Yeah. These are all rares and mythics. Yes. Like I, I don't. Will not happen in limited. Will not happen in limited. Like you got both, you did it, and then you were able to draw them both and have everything mm-hmm. work out. It's like, uh, probably not. Yeah. I did the example from Eldritch Moon is like if they get like Journey to Nowhere, Banishing Light kind of thing, mm-hmm. they become, it becomes two cards again, face up in exile. Yeah. So yeah, they're just two of them. All right. And then after Meld, we have Unearth. Which this hasn't come back for a really long time, right? Well, we had it in um, Modern Horizons. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we did. But I mean, there was a million mechanics in Modern Horizons, so yeah, doesn't count. But uh, Unearth is an activated ability that can only be activated when the card is in the graveyard, mm-hmm. and it brings the card back for it so every card with unearth is unearth and then like cost a mana cost usually i think always Mm -hmm. and then you pay that cost the card comes back onto the battlefield and um it has haste and you sacrifice it at the end of turn exile exile i'm sorry exile at the end of turn yep Um, and you also exile it if it would leave the battlefield Normally, if it got killed in combat or destroyed or whatever, it's exiled instead. Um, and you're not casting it; it's an activated ability. Correct. So, so a little bit different than escape, where you are casting it. Yeah, so it can't be counterspelled, but it could be stifled or whatever the modern version of stifled. Uh, oh, what is that card? Anyway, there disallow. Is... Disallow. Yeah, that'll yeah. work. Tails end. Tails end, yep. Yeah. So it's it's something that you can feel pretty confident is going to uh to happen. It's also a thing you can do with your power stones. Oh very true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hadn't thought of that. Most of them have a have a colored mana cost, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, but there's colorless mana in it too. Yes. Yes, yeah. yeah, so you can pay for part of it. Yep. Um yeah, not a. It's like a kind of a grindy mechanic, but since they like don't stay around, it's also kind of like an aggressive mechanic. Like you just have these like hasty creatures hanging out in your graveyard. I would say it's a little bit more of a aggressive mechanic mm-hmm. than a grindy one because they have haste, and it's like I just killed that thing, and now they get another turn with it. Um, unless you apply constant pressure, you always got something to do with all these unearth cards in your graveyard. Yeah. It's hard for you to run out of gas. Like you can, yeah. your initial onslaught gets to like, you know, have a second life as your, as mm-hmm. these unearth creatures. Also, we were talking, was it in the pre-show about looping stoned brain with Karn? Yes. You um, also I mean, loop these with Karn. You could loop these with Karn too. Yeah. Well, the artifact ones. Yeah. Cause like well, Karn, doesn't I think care. they're all artifacts, aren't Are they? Are they all artifacts? I don't. I haven't looked. Yeah, I think they're all artifacts. It's probably a safe a safe guess. Um. Uh, it yes, I remember because in the article it specifically said that 
there there will be non-creature artifacts that have unearth which is weird because we've never had unearth not on a creature before yeah and one of the things that gets on earth is a desk <laughs> yeah so that is a not a desk is in fact a uh uh not a creature it's not a creature yeah but um i mean you could make it a creature i guess but like yeah so your your desk can come back from the dead <laughs> you unearth it and then animate it there there you go Yep. You, you dig it up it. and then you like insole desk. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to attack you with my desk. And I guess like as have of right some now, letterhead. I guess we're only like a third of the way through the set. Mm-hmm. But there's only one, two, three, four, five, six things with unearth. Well, so we're recording this on Monday, and we will have I think all of the rares and mythics by Thursday and then the remainder of commons and uncommons on Friday. So yeah, spoilers will be coming quickly. So as of Monday, there are only six cards. Yep. And maybe there'll be more meld cards, but I think they said there are only three. No, they said there's only three meld cards. This is one of those, like, this is a cool flavorful thing, but mm-hmm. it doesn't play well. Yeah. So let's not spend too much time there. Uh, meld, not unearth. Unearth meld, is yeah. a unearth good is time. good. Unearth yeah. is good. Yeah. Um, what was the card? Uh, that used to get played modern. Is it Hellspark Demon? Like the three one that unearth unearthed. Mm. Like it used to, like you know, modern from a million years ago when a. Uh, Three mana, uh, what's it called? A th- a, a, a three one was like a playable magic card. <laughs> but it was one mana. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember. But it was, it got played ever so slightly, and it was like, oh yeah, so here it is. Yeah, Hellspark Elemental. Hellspark Elemental. Trample haste three one for one in the red. At the beginning of, your, of, of the unstep, sacrifice Hellspark Elemental and then unearth it for one and a red. Yeah. That used to be a playable modern card. Two halves of a ball lightning. Two halves of ball lightning. Our powers combined. Yep. So, we have one more mechanic that is not really in the set, but it's, it's kind super of in weird the set. that they like. Well, I mean, it's in the mechanics article. Oh, it is. Yeah, I scrolled farther that, down that far. That's why I. That's the only reason I included it because we kind of already talked about it. We did, but it's in the mechanics article, so I figured we'd uh, at least mention it. They didn't give it a little video though. That was kind of disappointing. Yeah. Sorry, one second. <clears throat> there we go. Transform. <laughs> Yeah, we have uh, Transformers are a mechanic in Brothers War. Yes, because, you know, on Dominaria, there was Bumblebee and there was Optimus Prime. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they, gosh, there is so much These are, like, not playable, though, right? They're only, are they only in 
collector boosters or are they in all no, boosters? I, I think i think they're in all boosters but they're not e like you can't even use them in limited i don't think uh that's that'd be weird right you get a car that you just like can't use at all maybe, maybe they're not in draft boosters then maybe they're in set boosters. maybe they're in set boosters but uh, I, i'm pretty sure that they're not limited legal I am scrolling through right now. Will appear in set and collector boosters. Okay, so they're not in draft boosters. Yes. Even weirder that it's a mechanic in the set then. Even weirder. So, but, you know, so they have convert, mm -hmm. which is you, these cards are double faced. You mm -hmm. meet some condition and you flip from one side to the other. Right. So Optimus Prime has a tractor side or tractor trailer side and a robot side. Yes. Yep. Um, and so like for him, whenever uh, when you attack Bolster 2, the chosen creature gains trampled end of turn. When that creature deals combat damage to a player, convert Optimus Prime. Mm -hmm. And then... His other side is when he dies, return to the battlefield, convert it under its owner's control. Yep. So if he bit, if he biffs it, he comes back, and when he's when he's uh, on his backside, if you hit with another creature that you put counters on, you it flips. Uh, it flips. Yep. Then it has more than meets the eye, which is kind of prototype. It's basically the way we talked about prototype working, yeah. where it's an alternate casting cost that puts it on the back side of the card. Yep. Right. It puts it on the, the vehicle or let's say object side. <laughs> That's true. They're not all vehicles. Yeah. One's a boombox. Um, <laughs> but so it puts it on the, on the object vehicle side, mm -hmm. uh, for typically a lesser casting cost. So it's kind of like prototype. And then the ones that are vehicles on the backside, because there's one that isn't, um, have an ability called Living Metal, where they're vehicles, but as long as it's your turn, they're already crewed and they don't have a crew cost. They so just you can't, yeah, drive themselves around. Yeah, you're not gonna put like Shieldred in Optimus Prime. No, and have her drive around. Optimus would not be down for that. No, definitely not. Spider person, get out of me. <laughs> Your tentacles are scratching my upholstery. This is no good. <laughs> so this might be more something that you see like at a commander table than in, uh, you're yeah. not going to see it in limited. They're just not there. Right. But and they're not standard legal. And they're not legal in Pioneer or Modern. I nope. guess technically they are legacy legal, though, so you could play your uh, Bumblebee, Gandalf, Stranger Things, Rick Grimes deck. Oh, man. With your uh, Warhammer Space Marines. Yeah, that sounds great. How long is it going to be till somebody builds some really obnoxious, like all universes beyond deck just to piss people off? I mean, people are playing 
what are they called? Uh, attraction decks in Legacy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we called that though. It's just free value. No, 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 no. Like actual decks that use attractions. Oh. <laughs> I think I, I I retweeted it, but Mangucci, yeah. uh, like he's like the guy beside me was playing an attractions deck. I I did not know how it worked. Then we played against <laughs> each other, and he tried to explain it to me, and I still don't know how it works. <laughs> wonderful wonderful so yeah it's weird man but i don't know the world we live in but i do kind of want nine transformers to like display on my wall like i'm a kid from the 80s well i mean the cool thing is is there's two different art treatments one's like super duper like fleshy secret layer kind of art and one is like OG animation, like eighties art. I think that you that they had said that they actually went and found single cells of animation yeah. from the original show. Yeah, I remember reading that as yeah, well. Yeah, so it's just like which you can do when you own the IP. <laughs> yes, you can send some poor intern down to find deep in a warehouse in Texas, underneath all the legends boxes. Yeah. Hey guys, I found all these legends boxes. Yeah, no, we don't care about that. We we need a good picture of Soundwave. <laughs> you do? Yes, Soundwave. And yeah. uh RC Sharpshooter. I don't even know what transformer that is. We'll keep looking. <laughs> Comes out, eyes bloodshot, knows the entire Transformers lore. <laughs> what happened to you? Oh my gosh. Do you think when we go to Ixalan, we'll get the Dinobots? Oh, we're going back to Ixalan. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. We get Dinobots. Great. Yeah. I hope that happens. <laughs> just this, I have an entire wall of just Transformers cards. <laughs> Transformers cards. Yeah. You'll have to. Uh, you'll have to get the previous ones. The previous Transformer ones. Yeah. I'm getting these ones. Are there other ones? Oh, the ones that were the... Yeah, there the, was the, a the... San Diego Comic-Con promos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a... I think it was SDCC. Or was it uh, like a like promo in Wizards? Maybe. No, it was... They were for sale. Like before Secret Lairs, yes. they used to do these other promos. Yeah. Uh... uh they're hmm. silver bordered, but yeah, but still, uh, it would be yeah. Just just I can have the whole collection. Mm-hmm. Like I'm from the '80s. Look at me. I am old. It hurts when I sit. <laughs> so yeah, Blaster so combat DJ. <laughs> so um, for the most part, the mechanics for this set are pretty straightforward. Yeah, the, like there's some cool inter- intricacies that these mechanics, the mechanics have a lot of, other than power stones, I guess, the mechanics do have some play to them, which is good. Yeah. I there mean, just pro- aren't, aren't many mechanics. Although, like, maybe this is a thing we're going to see going forward, too, though, is that because they're taking all these mechanics and making them like evergreen, mm-hmm. or not evergreen, but whatever the other word is deciduous. Deciduous, sure. Trees. Um, 
maybe they don't need as many mechanics in a set if they can just pick and choose from like any old mechanic whenever they want. Yeah, that's just like been keyworded and they're just like, yeah, this is fine for us to use more frequently. Yeah. Because like we randomly have Surveil and like Surveil might have been on uh, the mechanics list mm-hmm. if they hadn't decided to like make it like just a mechanic that we always have now. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, so this should be interesting. Limited should be interesting. Like I said, we should probably be just going giant. Yeah, it's going to be weird. We'll, we'll have a better judge of what the format's trying to do once we get the the whole set spoiled, once we see more of the commons and uncommons. Yeah. So with that, I think we have a show. We have a show. So if you want to tell us uh, why Transformers are the best and why the Dinobots rule, uh, you can get us on social media. Just check the uh, description. <laughs> uh, we t- Tweet at me your favorite Transformer. Uh and all that jazz. He's a transformer. Yeah, jazz is. <laughs> Ratchet. Yeah. Yeah, man. He was the ambulance, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to remember the names of the Dinobots. Oh, geez, I don't remember. Uh, that was a long time ago, man. I've killed a lot of brain cells since then. Oh, man. Uh, the Grimlock... Dinobot leader, Grimlock Furious King media promo for Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Is it's a foil. There's currently a handful of them on um a TCG player. The cheapest one is $232 and it's light play. Wow. Yeah. I should have bought that not a secret lair. Yeah, really. They've they've spiked since August. Hey, speaking of which, I know we're like midway through closing the show out, but uh, you didn't happen to get an email for shipping for your uh, commander decks, did you? I don't think no. Because in the in the last email we got, they were supposed to ship on the twenty fourth. Oh, um, and that was like what's that seven days ago? Yeah, there. I don't had a commander deck show up at my house. Yeah, I haven't either. So that might not be the, the best for uh yeah. for them arriving at some point this yeah. this uh this year. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> hit us up on social media like Brian said, links are in the description. And if you guys are looking to support the show, there's a couple different ways you can do that. The first is our TCG player affiliate link. If you want to buy Grimlock or some other card for your Transformer Commander deck or whatever you're playing, uh, use our TCG player affiliate link. Uh, just tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Head over there, shop as normal. Anything you purchase after navigating to TCG player using that link um, will help support the show. We'll get a kind of a kickback for you using our link, and we would greatly appreciate it. If you want to support us more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. If you think we do a good job, you can chip a couple bucks in and you get access to more content. Uh, you get to look at our show notes. I post them up so you can see what the show is going to be about. You also get to listen to about another hour of us every week uh, as we check our equipment and kind of catch up a little bit. And you get put on my mailing list for when I do givebacks. Speaking of which, 
any patrons that are still listening, I uh, I asked a question in my letter and I haven't had any responses yet. So make sure you read my letter and let me know what you think. Um, oh, but if you want to be included in, in the Patreon givebacks, patreon.com slash casual triad MTG and sign up. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. So with that, we'll catch you on the internet. We'll catch you on the internet. <laughs>